Welcome to the Mama's Got Dreams podcast, where you get to reprioritize yourself and find harmony between your personal ambitions, self-identity, and motherhood. I'm Cassie Sunshine, your host, three-time certified life and mindset success coach, and creator of the Anti-Hustle Harmony Success System for Moms. I'm a firm believer that your dreams weren't given to you by accident or coincidence. So if you're ready to ditch the hug, I have to get through another day feeling in the morning and instead create a life that includes both being an amazing mom and successfully pursuing your passions, then you're in the right place. I am so glad you're here and can't wait to jump into today's episode. Hello and happy Wednesday. We are back together for another episode of the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. Um, Just in case that you are new here, I know we're obviously a couple of episodes in, so new people might be joining us. If you are new to the podcast or to me or this little world that we are creating together, I just want to say welcome. I am so glad that you are here. If we have never personally connected like on Instagram or Facebook or in life in general, please reach out. I would love to know that you're listening. I would love to know what you think of the podcast. I don't buy it, I promise. So you can always slide into my DMs <laughs> and I will be happy to hear from you. I would love to learn just kind of what brought you here, what you're thinking so far. And if there's ever anything that you want to hear talked about on the podcast, I love taking those suggestions. And if you've been with me since the beginning, first off, thank you. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope you're getting so much value out of these episodes. I love doing this for you guys. And same thing, if you've been listening for a while, feel free to reach out. Feel free to say hi. Feel free to let me know. I would love to know who's tuning in, what you're getting from this podcast. Again, if there's ever something you want to see on here, I have plenty of exciting things planned for the future. But this podcast is not about me. It is about helping as many moms as possible and ultimately women in general, because I think so much of what we talk about could be for anybody, even if you're not a mom. But I really want to be of service to moms and women out there. So the best way to do that is to know what you guys need and want to hear. So please never hesitate to reach out and let me know. I will start doing like guest interviews in the future transparently, because if you haven't learned by now, I try to keep things pretty transparent. I want to do that. I have lots of amazing people to bring on. And I just haven't gotten around to figuring out how to do that yet with my technology and the editing and everything else. So it's coming. I promise. I have so many good people that I want to bring on and share with you guys. So stick around for that. I promise you won't always have to hear my voice talking at you. I've got some exciting things planned for the future as well. So anyway, just want to say thank you. Welcome to anybody new. And I'm excited to do another episode. For this week's episode, I'm going to be answering a very frequently asked question that I get all the time. And that is, what is the difference between therapy and coaching? And what can coaching do for me? Like, what difference is that going to make in my life? I get it. Most of us did not grow up even knowing coaching existed. Like, I didn't never heard of it until I was about 23 years old. So it's not like a normal thing. It's much more normal now than it was before. But we grew up knowing therapy that was much more common and, and thank God is becoming even more common now. But there are a lot of questions as to what is the difference? Where do they overlap? When would I use one versus the other? And then ultimately, like, why would I pay a coach a decent amount of money? Because you typically have to pay a decent amount of money to work with a coach, not always, but that's commonly the case. Why would I pay this person a good amount of my very hard earned money to work with them? What is that going to get me? What is that going to do in my life? What's the ROI going to be on that, right? I get it. We're all motivated. We work very hard for the money that we earn. Money is stretched very thin right now. Obviously, like inflation sucks. Interest rates suck. 
food costs a ton. Like you can't do anything without it. Like just killing your bank account. This is not meant to be like a sales pitch of, like, ooh, come work with me, buy my packages. It's really meant to just help educate us like, what is the difference between coaching and therapy? What is the power of coaching? How can it serve you? And I don't care whether you work with me or not. I want to help educate the world on what coaching could potentially do for you because it has been absolutely hands down probably the biggest life-changing component of my life up until now. And it's been so transformative. It's changed the entire direction of my life, not just as a business owner and a coach myself, but the coaching that I have received in my life throughout my journey. So I'm very passionate about the power of coaching when done right. And we'll talk more about that. But I figured it was time to address this question and be like, get it so often and just share my perspective on this. Now, before I dive into like my example of, of how I explain the difference between therapy and coaching, a couple of big disclaimers I have to put out there, right? I am not a licensed therapist or medical professional or any of that sort. Like, I'm not giving medical advice. Coaching is not medical advice. And there's a million different ways that you could interpret the difference between therapy and coaching, right? There are tons of different versions of therapy. There are tons of different versions of coaching. So I'm going to be giving a broad answer to this question, but just keeping in mind that Again, there's a lot of nuances that go into it. And this is my interpretation of the difference. Now, I have been, as part of my like coach training that I've been through, that have been through years of extensive training, we are trained in the differences. We are trained in, as a coach, I am trained, I should say, as how to notice when somebody might benefit from one versus the other. And just to make sure that everybody's getting the right kind of help that serves them best. Very important to understand, first of all, that coaching is not medical advice. I'm not a licensed therapist. You don't have to have any kind of license to be a coach. Technically, there are certifications. There are boards, the governing boards that you can get like very well-recognized certifications through. We'll get into that a little more too, and here's my recommendations on should you find a coach that's certified, but there is technically no like formal schooling, full like formal license, anything like that that you have to technically go through. So you do have to be a little more cautious sometimes when you're considering working with a coach. So just my disclaimer, not a doctor, not a medical professional, not giving medical advice. <laughs> but here is the way that I explain the difference between therapy and coaching when people ask me this question, because it gets asked pretty much every time I'm talking to somebody. And I think it's important to paint the picture of where my perspective comes from on this, right? I am somebody who has used both coaching and both therapy actively in my life for many years now. I started going to therapy as soon as I got to college. I did not have access to that resource growing up. I wish I would have. I didn't really even understand how to ask for it. I certainly went through a lot of things in my childhood that could have absolutely benefited from therapy at that time. I think for kids especially, like it just... There's a lot going on and we forget how fragile their minds are. But as soon as I got to college, I knew I wanted to work through some of the very challenging things that I went through as a child. So I immediately got myself into therapy. Now, at that point, I had no idea what coaching was. I had never heard of it. I just knew I knew therapy because that was talked about more often as, hey, if you have shit you want to work through and you want to heal, like this is the route you go down. That was the option presented. So that's where my therapy journey started. And I have used therapy on and off ever since. I'm not currently seeing a therapist. That's only because I moved to California. And my amazing therapist that I had when we lived in Baltimore is not licensed in California. So unfortunately, I had to stop meeting with her. And I just transparently have not gotten the time to find another one that I jive with. I think it's very important in therapy. If you've never worked with one, like 
You got to find ones that you click with because again, like they have different specialties, different personalities, different approaches. I've had some incredible therapists that helped have helped me really work through some deep stuff. And I've also had a lot of therapy experiences where honestly, transparently, it's been pretty useless. Again, not all therapists create equal, not all coaches create equal, but therapy serves a very important purpose. And I've definitely used it in my life and will continue to use it for the rest of my life. I will encourage my children to use it. I encourage my boyfriend to use it, men. No. So it's something that I definitely believe in. And that's why I think it's important to understand the difference. If you want to think of therapy, or if you are somebody that think, imagine yourself stuck in mud, right? It's like mud is sticky. It's hard to get out of. It's like holding you down. Like you're just stuck in this like, icky, heavy feeling of life, right? And that mud may be a multitude of things. It could be family trauma. It could be mindset issues. It could be self-confidence issues. It could be fear issues. It could be life is beating you down like crazy. And just like you feel like you're drowning. It could be motherhood challenges. It could be postpartum depression. Like That mud can be made up of so many things, right? But like you're in it. And so therapy largely and not is not like again it's not black or white but largely in my experience therapy is more geared towards understanding the mud what got you in the mud what's making the mud what's composing that mud what's making you feel this way why are you feeling this way what led to it and then trying to figure out like how do we work through the mud that you're in right it's a lot more healing based it's a lot more obviously mental health based it's a lot more kind of she working through traumas, challenges in life, things like that where you need to examine and unwind it and unpack it, right? I think like a therapy is more of unpacking what's got you in that mud, why you're in the mud in the first place and peeling back the layers of that. Again, extremely important depending on what your mud is and why you're there and what you're looking to get out of it and your personality type. That kind of self-work works very well for some people. And I've also seen it work really not well for some people. So it largely depends on your personality type as well. But it's more like, again, learning about the mud, understanding the mud, unpacking the mud, peeling back the layers of the mud. Whereas where I think of coaching more so as, okay, no, we're in that mud. And there's a little bit of that like unpacking and, okay, what got us here? What's going on? What's creating this situation? But coaching takes more of the lens of forward motion, action. How do we get out of the mud, right? So we have to understand the mud to some degree to be able to like actually get out of it. But then like, how do we climb out of that mud? And how do we rebuild afterwards? How do we move forward? How do we shed the things that are holding us down or that are weighing us down? And what actions do we take to move forward? And what does moving forward even look like? So it's a bit more action-based. It's a bit more forward-thinking-based, a bit more reflective with the intention of building towards something. And so for some people, that approach helps them do the unpacking and the healing much more effectively than just therapy might. And other people, like coaching really can't work if you don't do that inner healing first. There are people who have come to me for coaching and I've said, hey, I would love to work with you and support you. But based on what you shared with me, I really think you're in a place where therapy is a better fit for you right now. Any coach you talk to should always be comfortable saying, hey, therapy might be a better fit for you. If they're not, then that's just a bad red flag. But I definitely, I look at that when somebody comes to me potentially for coaching to see what might be the right fit. Now, what you'll see from a lot of people is people using both. Because they do serve different purposes. Now, there are certainly overlap, right? Like, obviously, the mud is involved in both of them. 
but it's more about where's the focus, what's the kind of lens and approach to moving forward. It honestly depends a bit on your goals. If you have these, like for me, I use therapy largely to heal from trauma or from experiences or from deeply rooted things that have formed my subconscious that like I emotionally need to heal from. I emotionally need to talk through and peel back some of those layers to gain freedom from it, to have a different interpretation of it, to be able to shed it and leave it behind me and move forward in a different direction. Whereas I use coaching when I'm feeling a little bit stuck, I'm feeling a little bit out of alignment Maybe I know that my mindset's not in a great place. I'm struggling with confidence and, you know, clarity and sense of direction and getting myself going and staying motivated. Like that's when I might turn to coaching more so than therapy. But you can use them in tandem. I have used them both at the same time very often because they've served different purposes for me depending on my particular goals at that moment. Most of my clients end up using both. At the same time, it's very common for that to happen. So it's not this either or situation. And it's not exactly like you can compare apples to oranges because they are different. They have different approaches. They have different training and background. They have different restrictions. One of the benefits of coaching not being licensed or regulated or through health insurance is that we don't have our hands tied or handcuffed together by health insurance companies. If you talk to a lot of therapists and anybody in the medical world, especially right now, unfortunately, That tie to insurance can be very restrictive as to how they're allowed to approach things, what they do and don't do. And yes, it can be seen as like, they're to protect you. It's really not most of the time. It's there about making money. Not the therapist making money, but the insurance company is making money. And now if you've noticed, if you've looked for therapists recently, there's a lot more of them that are not working with insurance. They're not in network with insurance. And one of the reasons for that is to have some more autonomy around how they approach their therapy, what they do, how they do it, what they how they meet with clients, things of that nature. And that's one of the benefits of coaching where we're not tied to any of that. So yes, there's a risk there where you're not governed by somebody necessarily, but you could still sue a coach technically. Like we all have like, I have business insurance for that kind of thing and stuff. So there is, if you really felt like you were that damaged or wronged by a coach, you could go after them. So we have some accountability by all means, right? But we're not as restricted by being tied to an insurance company. So that's just one plus of us being a little bit different than therapists. So that's the overarching difference between therapy and coaching, the best way that I have found how to explain it. Now, it's so important to address the fact that not all therapists are created equal, not all coaches are created equal. When it comes to coaching, there are lots of certification programs. I think, I don't even know the number at this point, I think oh, 300, 400, maybe even more There's all kinds of certifications ranging from like a one day training seminar to I did a year long training program and technically could have gone on after that to continue getting higher levels of certifications. I've technically done three training programs totaling at least three years in my life. And I still stay like in those support structures as well, just to keep up with my my coaching, the trade, learning it, being a good coach. That's very important to me. You technically do not need to be certified. I personally, this is my personal opinion, believe that it is good to find a coach who has some level of certification. And here is why. Because coaching, the intention is to help you find your direction, help you find your clarity, help you move forward. There's an art to coaching. It's not us just sitting there having a chit chat like you would your girlfriends and just like talking about life, right? There is definitely skill to it. There's art to it. There's an approach to it that's very specific to how to be an effective coach. If you've never had training and coaching, you can be naturally decent at those things without even realizing it. 
what you need some training to actually understand the approach to coaching and how to make that effective. I get, I have a natural inclination toward this, towards this stuff. I always have. I've been that friend that everybody came to for advice and to talk through life with and whatnot. But I absolutely needed coach training to understand how to ask the right kind of questions, how to dig into things, how to help my clients see what they need to see. And the biggest one, how to check my stuff at the door so that I don't bring my baggage and my stuff and all of like me and my life and my mindset, all that into the coaching session with my clients. Because my job is to be a mirror for my clients. My job is to be a reflective surface so that you can gain clarity that's made for you. You can help figure out how to get into that internal GPS system that we talked about in episode five. And I can't do that if I'm piling my stuff on top of you. And that's often what happens when we talk to friends or family. It's why when people come to me and say, why couldn't I just go to my friends for help with this kind of stuff? You you can, certainly. But they're going to have their own subconscious belief systems, their own experiences, their own stories, their own stuff. And they aren't trained in how to check that at the door to be a neutral space for you to help you figure out your path, your direction, what you should be doing, and how to move forward. That is my job as a coach to know how to do that and be able to flip that switch on when I need to. And I truly believe that skill comes from some level of certification. So you can always ask coaches, like, if they haven't gotten certified, just like, how did they learn how to coach? What is their approach? Problem is a lot of times people will call themselves coaches and they're more like maybe mentors or teachers or consultants. Anybody who's kind of telling you how to do something, like how to go build your business or how to go do careers, like searching, like that's more consultative technically, where they're telling you what you should do. Coaching technically should be a bit more neutral. Now, by all means, I still I mix it all together to a certain degree and pull in bits and pieces of it. But coaching really should be about asking you em- empowering questions, helping you dig into your mindset, your subconscious, how you make decisions, why you make decisions and the decisions that you want to make. So it's a little bit different than just telling you what to do and how to do things, right? So I think it's important to find somebody who understands the art of coaching. I just think you're going to have a better coaching experience from that. One of the questions I get asked a lot, though, in this kind of realm of conversation is, what is the benefit of coaching? Okay, great. You told me about therapy and coaching, but okay, what is coaching going to do for me, right? What is it actually going to make different in my life? And that's a very valid question because you're going to invest your time and money into something like you should know what that's going to do for you. And again, I can't speak for all coaches and all approaches and all programs, but, you know, what coaching has done for me in my life and what it's done for my clients as, as I've coached them is it's really about like transformation. That's, I know it's like a woo-woo word in a sense, but think about it. If your house is wired a certain way, right? And I've used the metaphor before, but if your house is wired a certain way and we, but it's not triggering properly, like you're flipping on the light switch and your electricity isn't working. You're like, why? Because the wiring's not hooked up for that light switch to turn on for that electricity to flow, then we have to figure out what needs to be rewired for that light switch to turn on for that particular electricity to actually work. And our brain is very much the same way. It's okay, what needs to be rewired? What stories need to be reprogrammed? What beliefs need to be shifted? What habits need to be formed? What support structures need to be put in place so that when we want to turn on a certain light switch for certain results in our life, we can do so. And so coaching can really be about like how to rewire so that you can turn on the lights, which is you want, turn off the lights, which is you don't want. And as I always say, kind of reset your success set point. That's my approach, at least, right? Where if we're programmed for a certain level of success or a certain approach to our goals 
or a certain outlook on life, like you've got to actually like change some of those deeply rooted beliefs and wiring to actually get different results in your life. So often we try and just go towards action. If I just work harder, or I work more, or I do what this person told me to do, or I do what that person did and they were successful. If I just do more, I'll ultimately get the results I want. I hustle, I grind. Like this country is very much built on labor and hard work, right? I believe in hard work by all means. However, what happens very often is we ignore the first piece of that, which is the mindset and the, the foundation that we're running on. We take all these actions. They don't work for us. And we wonder why the heck I'm not getting the same results that person got when they did the exact same thing. My approach to coaching that I think makes it most effective is the combination of the mindset work, the transformation, the internal work, the wiring that we need to re reconfigure, and then the doing and the action. What I see a lot of times in coaching with different programs is you get one or the other. You get these like mindset people that are very like woo and law of attraction and hype people and oh, just think positive thoughts and do your affirmations and meditate and all that. That's all very important. Do not get me wrong. I'm a proponent of almost all of that, right? And then you have other people who are going to more like consultants or mentors where they're like, oh, go follow these steps, go do these things, go follow these guidelines, go replicate these things. It's okay, cool, that can work. But if the mindset's screwed up in the in the first place, you're not going to take the right actions for your internal GPS system. You're not going to be in alignment, and then you're ultimately not going to get the results you want. So where's the magic of coaching? The magic of coaching is the combination of two. You got to do the work on the mindset. It's like, You go to the gym for your body, you got to go to the gym for your mind too, and put in the reps there to build muscle memory that's setting you up for the success that you ultimately want to have, the results that you want to have, and then you actually have to do the actions. You have to actually take steps forward. You have to actually go do things. You can identify the beliefs that need work and the stories that need work and the wiring that needs work, but if you don't actually go to work on that and actually take the actions to rewire those and repattern them and then take steps forward and build towards things, it won't matter. So the sweet spot is the combination of the two. When you combine mindset and action, that's where you actually get transformation. Sometimes what you see in the coaching world, there's a certain like very popular personal development person with the initials TR. Who I'm not a fan of. I've seen him live. Like He's helped a lot of people. I am so glad for that. For me, he felt a bit more like a hype person. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure in his like extensive programs that like the celebrities pay for, it's probably much more effective because they're getting him like one-on-one and whatnot. But a lot of his everyday programs that people still pay very good money for, I think a lot of times they come out of it hyped up, right? You're excited, you're motivated, you're empowered, you're feeling like you've got energy behind you. And so like you've done some of that mindset stuff, you've gotten infused with that like excitement and empowerment and confidence, but the action piece of it is missing. Now, what do you actually do? How do you sustain that? What do you actually do with it? And how do you make sure that it's not like a fleeting thing? And most times for most people, it's fleeting. So, you know, you read the book, you listen to the podcast, you go to these seminars, maybe even like a week retreat or something. And it's great, but it's often temporary, unfortunately. It's not action-driven. It's not action-backed. Maybe it's a better way of putting it, right? Or vice versa, there's a lot of like business coaches and career coaches and whatnot. And then they say, okay, go do this, right? Follow this workbook, follow this plan, follow what I've done, follow what has worked. And again, love it. I'm glad they're sharing what's worked for them. But if you haven't done any of the mindset work, if you've not infused confidence and empowerment and how to get over your fears and how to not get sabotaged and how to have a plan and a vision and clarity and direction for alignment, then like 
you're still going to struggle and those actions probably aren't going to get you the results that you want. So the benefits of coaching is when you can combine the two and you know that you can move forward. But my intention, my goal is always to have long-term transformation. Like my hope is that after coaching with me, that my clients don't need me long-term. Now I have clients who come back to me certainly for like refreshers or tune-ups by all means, but like I don't want clients dependent on me to have to, every time they have a new goal or a new dream, they need to come back. Now, Grant, again, I am in a consistent state of coaching in one way or another, but like, I change coaches. I change what their focus is. I change what the intention is behind it. So I'm not just staying stagnant and going back and I'm like, okay, like, I need your help again. Help me do this thing again. So my hope is that through coaching that you're actually transforming your mindset, that you're learning how you think, how you approach things, where your roadblocks are, where your blind spots are, what's getting you stuck, what gets in your way. Because most of the time we have no freaking clue about those things. You don't even realize how things that you experienced as a kid or throughout life or that you see in your life or the kind of conversations you're having or the people you're surrounded with, like how much that impacts the actions you take in your life and ultimately the results that you get. And so coaching can help to work on all of that and the more that you can learn all that and then actually replace it with empowering stories. Like a big thing with me, like I would I work with my clients on like how to look at failure as a stepping stone and not a setback, right? How to befriend your fear. That's a big one. How to understand what fear even is, why it creeps up, when it creeps up, how it shows up for you specifically, because it's a little bit different for everybody, and then what to do with it when it does creep up. So that a year from now, when you're done coaching with me and you're at the next layer of your dream that you're building and that fear kicks in because, hey, mentioned it only gets stronger as the dream gets bigger, you can remember, oh, I know this feeling. I know what this means and I know how to approach it. It's really learning that like, I was telling my clients, I'm giving you like an imaginative tool belt. I want you to have tools and strategies and understanding so that you can have long-term transformation, change the way that you relate to the world change the way that you relate to setbacks and roadblocks, change the way that you relate to building your dreams, how you look at life, how you make decisions, how you approach hurdles, all of it. It can transform your entire life, not just the thing that you want to work on. Most of my clients have come to me because they want to make a career change. That's the biggest one, right? So I'm going to career pivot where maybe their quality of life, right? They don't have enough time with their family or they're not doing something they're passionate about or fulfilled by. Or I've had clients, it was a combination of, okay, I don't love my job and I don't really love where I'm living. And I don't love, I don't love the direction I'm headed in life. That's kind of the common thread, which you know, a lot of my clients are like, hey, like, I just, I know the direction qu isn't quite for me, but I don't know exactly what is and how to make those changes. And coaching can help you work on that, figure all that out, dig into that, ask the right kind of questions, and then you can keep building on it long after. The power of coaching is that it's not just, a, it shouldn't be, I should say, a temporary thing. It's like, okay, great, you have this dreamer goal, right? A lot of times people go to coaches for a goal. I want to start a business. I want to change careers. I want to find the love of my life. I you know, want to lose weight, right? There's coaches for all kinds of things. But the real, the best coaches that you're going to get and the ones that like it's worth spending the money on is the ones that are not only help you get that kind of like short-term goal, but look at long-term results, long-term transformations that you can ultimately build any goal afterwards. When I teach my clients my vision blueprinting system, vision blueprinting isn't just for the immediate goal that we're working on. Like we have those immediate goals. We want to have something to focus on, something we're moving towards. Again, you got to have that action plan in place, but you can use vision blueprinting for absolutely anything. 
But you can use your understanding of fear anytime it ever comes up after that. You can, when you rework your definition of success and your relationship with success and what that looks like, that changes your entire life. This changes how you talk to your spouses and your partners. This changes how you parent your kids. This changes how you relate to people and friendships in your family. That's one of the biggest things I love seeing with my clients. Very rarely do they come to me with their main focus being their relationships. But every single client, I say that confidently, every single client that I have worked with over, I think, over seven years now, right? Eight years, have had massive benefits, side benefits, right? Residual benefits to their relationships because they're showing up differently. They're communicating differently. They're handling their relationships differently. We work on boundaries. We work on communication. We work on who we surround ourselves with. We work on just so many pieces of it. And so I love to see the transformation. And that's just not in romantic. I've seen it with marriages. I've seen it with parents. I've seen it with friends and sisters. I've seen it with just colleagues in your workplace. And it's incredible because when you work on your mindset, anything in your life can transform. It's going to make you a better person. It's going to make you a better partner. It's going to make you a better mom. And so the residual benefits, like when we talked about when I first started this episode, I mentioned about, I'm going to talk about the ROI on coaching. There is so much ROI that you can get because of the longstanding impact that coaching can have. Again, when done right. I cannot promise you that every coach is going to get you those same kind of results, but you want to be asking them about the results they get their clients, right? I don't care if you work with me or another coach. I just, if you're the kind of person who's sitting here being like, oh my God, this sounds like I would love to feel less stuck. I would love to feel more confident. I would love to take, build an action plan for the dream that was inside of me. Maybe you want to build a better breakfast. Maybe you want to move across country like I just did. Maybe you want to find a bigger community of friends, right? Maybe you want to transform just how you're showing up in the world and the confidence that you have at work. Maybe you want to make a career pivot. Maybe you don't exactly know what you want, but that right now doesn't feel fulfilling doesn't feel purpose-driven, and you know that you're the kind of person that wants that sense of passion and fulfillment and purpose, right? Maybe that's you. And you're listening to this saying, like, oh my God, like this sounds like maybe it's really, it's great for me. It's kind of like a personal trainer for your mind and your goals, right? Whether you work with me or not, I don't care as long as you find the right support structure for you. And coaching may be that support structure for you. If you find the right coach, if you do your proper vetting, if you ask the right questions, it's very important. Like you should be interviewing the coach as much as like they're interviewing you. I always say that and like I offer, I offer free the complimentary discovery calls to see if we're a good match because I always want to make sure that it's a good match on both sides, that I feel like you're coachable and you're going to get great results from my coaching, that you feel like you align with me and you click with me and that we mutually agree that we want to talk about having a working partnership together. That's very important. And any coach you attempt to work with, I would recommend they have the same approach or that might be a something to stop and just have some caution about. I don't take every client, even though, yes, my business would love to take everybody. If it's not the right fit, I don't ever want to work with somebody who's not going to get the results that they're looking to get. Now, coaching can never guarantee you results. The thing with coaching is we are a tool. Okay, it's kind of like a personal trainer. If you have an amazing personal trainer, you're not going to see any results if you don't go to the gym and you don't follow the plan and you don't ask questions and you don't participate and you don't really like put yourself into that. Coaching is the same thing. Like we can give you all the tools, all the resources, all the education, all the things, but you've got to be in it. You've got to want it. You've got to believe in it. You've got to be coachable. There will be times where you might be like, this is what the hell is even doing. My clients have those moments, certainly, when they always come back from it, but you've got to be in it and you've got to be willing to put in the work. 
It doesn't have to be this like life altering thing that takes 20 hours a week, right? I clients where I worked, we meet once a week, we meet once every other week, like we build it around your life, but it isn't that you have to be present to, you have to be engaged with, you have to, it's not going to work for you otherwise. And there's still no guarantee of the exact results you're going to get. We all come to the table with different stories, different beliefs, different experiences, different layers of things that we have to work through. I have been coaching for so many years because I have lots of layers, layers I am still working through. And I can see exactly where I've worked through certain layers in my life, right? Like my first layers are really around like giving myself permission to have the dreams that were aligned for me, right? Like I, my first dream and a kid as a kid was to be a motivational speaker. All I read was chicken soup for the soul as a kid. Like I loved this stuff. I knew this is what I wanted to do. But as I grew up, I built up stories around it not being practical and not realistic and not what was successful and not what was good enough. And so I went down a totally different path, largely based on wanting to impress my family and society. And so my first layer was unworking a lot of that so that I could even pursue the dreams that I had and know what I wanted and what would make me happy and how to do that. And I did that part, right? Then there were some other layers around friendships and relationships and boundaries and worthiness and being lovable because I have a complicated relationship with my dad. I have a lot of abandonment issues from my childhood, from him being an addict and being out of my life for a large chunk of it and whatnot. So then I had to work on those layers. And that had to be worked on before I could ever meet Conrad and have a healthy relationship. I did not have healthy relationships before that, none of them, until I got to that those layers and did that work. And that was like four years into my coaching journey. And then the next like deeper layers for me were a lot around money. I have a lot of money story built up around just fear of money, not trusting myself with money, not being good with money, being selfish or spoiled, like all kinds of stuff from growing up. Those are some of the layers that I'm working on now actively in the last couple of years. So everybody comes to the table with different layers, different depths of the things that they have to work on. And sometimes you can make massive progress in three months or six months of coaching. And sometimes it takes you a little bit longer. That's okay. There's no guarantee of that. But the key is it's getting to work. It's starting to unpack some of these things. It's starting to rewire and reprogram some of them. Learn how your mind works. We spend so much time talking about like our bodies and going to the gym and we have personal trainers and orange theory and all these things. That's great. When's the last time you went to the gym for your mind? Like it is a giant muscle and we have to learn how to give it, create the muscle memory that we want that lends to our success and our happiness and our fulfillment and our confidence and our empowerment. And we can program our minds for those things, but most of us have not been programmed that way. We've been programmed very circumstance-based thinking, very much like how do we deal with the problem in front of us? Hey, we have these resources available to us, so this, that must mean we can only have these results. There's a whole different way of thinking that you can reprogram your mind for to open up a whole world of opportunity for you. And that's the power of coaching. It can literally just open a whole world that right now you can't even see because it's in your blind spots or you're encountering roadblocks. And then as you start to pursue dreams, guess what? Fear is going to come up. Worry is going to come up. Self-doubt is going to come up. Lack of worthiness is going to come up. So many things are going to come up as you peel back the layers. More and more is going to come up. And that's where having a coach comes in so invaluable. As the roadblocks come up, as you get stuck, as you get frustrated, as you get worried, as your fear tries to convince you, no, that's uncomfortable. Don't go that way. That's where your coach is. They're to be there to be a buffer. They're there to help you work through that. They're there to help hold your hand. I would say kind of like think about you're in a car, right? This is a great way to explain coaching. If you're in a car like driver's ed, right? Think about driver's ed where they used to have those cars where you have the actual driver and they have a steering wheel, but the driver's ed teacher has a fake steering wheel next to them, just in case like that new driver like goes off the road or something, right? Like they have to jump in real quick and like, make sure the car is safe. 
coaching is very similar. Like you're driving, you're the one that like, you know, the direction you're going, you know, where you want to go. Like we're teaching you how to drive the car so that you can drive from here on out. But I'm in that passenger seat and I've got a wheel just in case to help steer you back on your path that you ultimately want to be on to help navigate the roadblocks or the crashes or whatever may come up. So we're in it together. I'm not, I'm teaching you to drive the car, but I'm there just in case you need me. That can be the value of coaching. Ultimately, this episode went a little bit longer than I intended. I apologize. But again, this question comes up so often and I know it's hard to even figure out where to go for the answers. I hope this offers some clarity around the potential benefit of coaching in case you're somebody who's, you know what, I've been considering this. Maybe you want to make a career pivot. Maybe you want to have your own business. Maybe you already have a side hustle and you'd like to see it be a bit more successful. Maybe you just know that you're kind of like going through the motions of life and you don't want to feel that way anymore. And you want to figure out what would make you feel vibrant and alive and excited. Maybe you're like me and you become a mom and you're going through a massive evolution and you want to figure out who the hell am I in this new evolution? What do I want my life to look like? How do I want to show up in this chapter of my life? All of those are great opportunities to seek out coaching. And so I hope this episode helps you understand what could potentially be possible with coaching, whether it's with me or not. If you're interested in my coaching, by all means, please reach out. You can send me an email at hello at CassieSunshine.com. You can find me on Instagram, Cassie Sunshine Life Coach, like whatever it is, you can find me. And if it's not me, but you are curious about maybe you want like a very tailored kind of coach for a certain thing. I know a lot of people. I've been through a lot of programs. I'm part of a big community. I am happy to refer you to somebody who's going to be the right fit for you or just even help you understand how do you seek out a coach? How do you make that decision? I don't care if it's me or not. I care by all means. I would love to serve you if I'm the right coach for you. But I ultimately just want you to get the support that could be most meaningful for you right now. Because again, coaching has been the single most transformative thing of my life. I wouldn't have my relationship without it. I wouldn't have, I don't think my daughter, which came from that relationship. I wouldn't have my business. I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't be at where I'm at career-wise or financially-wise. I can't even fathom where I would be in my life had I not come across coaching and let it transform my life. So I'm a firm believer in it and just want to help others understand the power of it as well. So please reach out if you have any questions. I'm sorry if this episode going a little bit longer than intended. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. I hope this episode is you feeling invigorated, a lot less lonely, and empowered to take even a small action step this week in pursuit of your personal ambitions. To be sure you don't miss an episode, hit the subscribe button, and then share this episode with a fellow mama who needs to hear it. Together, we can make sure that moms no longer feel the pressure to sacrifice themselves, their dreams, or being great moms. I'd love to hear from you. So say hi on Instagram and Facebook at Cassie Sunshine Life Coach so we can become friends. Until then, here's to hoping you get a few minutes to yourself and some extra sleep this week.